Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Studios, the Ausbiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Welcome to the first day of February and welcome to the Close of Business podcast. My name is Kyle Rodder. I'll be in the driver's seat today and David Scott is joining me from Adelaide. Scuddy, um, would it be fair to say we're sort of sort of saw a bit of a fade in the ASX 100 and I guess anticipation for what's coming up in the next couple of days? Yeah, it's going to be a lot to go and digest for markets, not only the Fed uh, decision tomorrow morning, but of course, no, uh, Apple, Amazon, Alphabet, all at bat as well when it comes to, uh, to earnings results. So it's going to be a really important you know, 24, 48 hours ahead. But that being said, still up no, a third of a percent today, above 7,500 close. So that's the first time we've seen that uh, in close to nine months. Uh, so yeah, 1.6% away from record highs. It's, uh, it's all looming up. Like it's going to be uh, potentially a test of those uh, those highs at some point, maybe as soon as tomorrow, depending on what Dr. Jerome Powell has to go and say. Yeah, absolutely. It could be a uh, potentially wild session. It may as well just go straight off the top into to what we're um, looking at in the next couple of days. Uh, the FOMC will be, of course, the f- uh, big one tomorrow morning, expected to hike interest rates uh, and by 25 basis points. But the question will be uh, the rhetoric there and the guidance markets are pricing in a cut at the back end of next year. So a lot of dovishness potentially priced in uh, from the Fed. Will we get Jackson Hole Powell? Uh, to slap down the markets, or will we see a very subtle power pivot? It wouldn't be a pivot in, in any material or real sense, but um, something that leaves the door open for perhaps a pause, a p- power pause, we could say, at some point in the future. But you chuck on that tomorrow morning as well, Scotty. We have Meta's results. That tends to be uh, a bit of a market mover. In fact, some of the uh, biggest uh, losses I've ever seen sustained in a retail trader's account has come from someone trying to punt Meta's results. I uh, will never forget seeing $23 million evaporate in the space of around about three seconds. Uh, this was a few years ago, it has to be said. Uh, and off the back of that tomorrow night, we do have the Bank of England, uh, the European Central Bank, which will also be significant. And then we'll round out the week on Friday night um, with the non-farm payrolls data. So it gives you a little bit of a picture there, obviously, Scuddy, of um, the, the, the lay of the land right now, what you were just talking about in terms of the, the major uh, risk events. But um, as you mentioned, too, still very resilient market closing at 75 one for the day. Um, not too much locally in terms of economic data, Scuddy. Um, so we may as well get to the conversations that you you had today uh, yourself. Anything that jumped out for you potentially um, that, um, well, you know, was uh, was was interesting and could point the viewers to you? Uh, look, uh, Dan Ives from Wedbush was on giving a bit of a preview of what they're going to expect from those tech earnings. We know how influential they're going to be on our broader market despite the different composition and the like. Uh, James Gerrish from Sean Partners as well. Uh, of course, today being the other uh, start of reporting season, it's a very slow start, albeit. But uh, he gave us a bit of a sense as to how important he thinks market positioning and sentiment towards individual stocks and sectors is going to be this reporting season. Uh, some pretty sage advice, I've got to say, when it comes to the areas of the market that are very hot 
and uh, areas of the market that are very unloved. So yeah, I would uh, recommend having a look at that on the website right now. Uh, ahead of this, a pretty key reporting season as it really starts to ramp up in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, well, I uh, obviously am on the close. So I had a few good discussions today, Mark Garner, wrapped up the day with me uh, with a bit of a, I suppose, um, ad hoc playbook as to how to approach these sorts of markets in the next few days. Also had David Flanagan from Curve Securities on uh, just before that. And he was talking through what is a a big event coming up next week, which is the RBA policy decision. Uh, Markets are only pricing in a 75% chance that the RBA uh, moves at all or or hikes, uh, I I should say. So that's an interesting one, but we'll pick that up another day. But um, um, I did have Harry Watt from Shore and Partners sharing a buy, hold, sell, uh, which was, of course, always uh, insightful and, uh, well, you know, the, what the uh, the listeners out there and the viewers of the uh, the program like to see. Um, but Nadine, uh, in fact, I think it was actually... Um, uh, Gagan today, Andrew Gagan had a chat with Marcus Padley too um, also made it into the newsletter so um, a, an interesting uh, in chat indeed but um, Scotty we may as well get to, to the stock of the day now as well and it was Carl Capolingo from Think Markets along with Michael Wayne from Medallion joining Koshi uh, in something of I guess a somewhat um, you know finance focused discussion um, and they uh, dug in to Credit Corp who did have an update out uh, today. See what they have to say uh, about that stock. The PE of Credit Corp is about 15 for about market growth. So I think it's about fairly valued. The, the most interesting thing for me today is the chart and what a wild day you show. You had that graphic mm. up, how it plunged at the open yep. and has, is coming back. Now, that for people who own Credit Corp, that's usually a pretty good sign. So whatever the bad news is, gets digested. And then people, uh, you can see the price going up as people start to realise it's not as bad and the demand's coming in. So it's like- Um, a big chunk of the earnings, you know, missed today, or, or the, the big um, drop in earnings, was due to provisioning. So that's just them being cautious, like you see from the big banks during COVID yep. or whatever. Bad debts potentially will increase as interest rates move higher and unemployment increases and the economy slows. So they're just provisioning for that scenario to play out. It might not transpire, and you could see them reduce those provisions uh, in the, the six months ahead or twelve months ahead. So that's. Okay, so a double hold there, um, suggesting that, yes, perhaps not the time to buy. And, uh, well, the big takeaway, perhaps, from a lot of that discussion was that the uh, the experts were screaming to get out of the banks. One thing I did have a chat with um, Mark Gardner today is just, um, you know, how can we reconcile uh, the uh, BHP for one, but also the CBA being at record highs, despite the fact, let's say with BHP because of the China story, um, but certainly the CBA being at record highs when we were told uh, or are being told that there's some pain to come for Aussie households, that retail sales figure that we got recently probably is a testament to that. Another thing uh, on that subject, Scuddy, uh, house price data, you're in Adelaide, so perhaps it wasn't as painful uh, for you as uh, as folks on the East Coast there, uh, but saw another monthly drop in national ho- ha- uh, house values, uh, down 1%. Um, well, if evidence of nothing else, that uh, interest rate hikes are working at least in one area of the economy. Yeah, it's slowing down. It's probably going to continue for some time to come. But there's a lot of you know, positives that are starting to emerge. We know the international border opening is one. There's also some talk that uh, that APRA might go and, uh, and loosen uh, some of the other uh, restrictions that have prevented uh, no, more credit being extended uh, due to the, you know, the quite rapid increase in, uh, in mortgage rates we've seen. 
that will be interesting to go watch. Those two things combined, if that happens, that could go and potentially cushion the falls. But, yeah, for the time being, uh, we get more interest rate likes, uh, hikes coming through from the RBA starting from next week again. Look, uh, that will go and reduce the borrower's capacity, all things being equal, and uh, points to further declines to come. But there's no sign of disorderly at this point in time. I think you have to go and wait probably until the you know, second quarter and uh, the third quarter of the calendar year when those fixed rate facilities really start to go and roll off and then people go and realise their mortgage repayments have just doubled or, or more so, uh, that's going to be quite a shock to a lot of people. Thankfully, I, I locked in for four years, so I've got another year to go. Mm, yeah, okay. Yeah, no, I've said this a few times, but I had a chat with my buddy at the uh, end of last year who I had to explain, uh, you know, that, uh, well, he knew that his fixed rate wouldn't last forever, but I had to explain uh, why, well, it would go from 1.99% to possibly something uh, with a six in front of it at this stage. Um, so it could be a very painful shock, especially for, for folks like me, um, I suppose, Scuddy, um, people who have only been first home buyers in the last couple of years who, uh, well, interest rate rises are, are a foreign concept, especially uh, interest rate rises of this magnitude so um could be um could be one to watch obviously we we, we did have i should say too tim lawless from core logic um, who obviously provides uh, that data um on the program dissecting it this afternoon that'll be on the platform as well but um back to the task at hand scotty i know we sort of let off the top with it is it fair to say now that really we're at the we're in the lap of the gods and perhaps that the central banking gods jay powell in particular as to whether this risk rally can be green lighted or not do you think it's almost that simple at this point yeah, it's, it really is. Uh, and how Powell handles tomorrow morning is going to be incredibly interesting because I wrote, I wrote about it in my view today, but the markets just simply don't care now when he goes and says, oh, no, rates are going to be high for longer, or et cetera, et cetera. We need to go and keep them in restricted territory. And uh, that's becoming problematic because uh, he's not getting the uh, the market response that he wants to. I uh, know all this tightening that's been coming through from the Fed. Indeed, uh, financial conditions are the loosest they've been now since before the interest rates are hiking cycle began so i just wonder what potentially they could do because whilst things are looking pretty good at the moment on the inflation front there's no doubt that we're seeing an easing inflationary pressures if we keep going at the current pace at the moment with this loosening financial conditions trying to start ramping back up we'll be talking about uh, a re-acceleration in inflationary pressures again and that is the last thing we need after the past couple of years so we'll see how palace to go and, and handles it but uh as we all know, the uh, eyes of the financial world will be watching when he goes and takes the rostrum. Absolutely. And, uh, well, I suppose the decision will be handed down. Is it 6 a.m. Eastern Australian Eastern Standard Time? I'm always getting mixed up with the, yeah. the time differences. Yeah, yeah, it's it's 6 a.m. So we get to go and watch a prime time, at least for you and me, get up and yeah. watch these things pretty early in the morning. But, yeah, 6, 6.30 a.m. will be when our power goes and starts speaking. So keep a close eye to that one. Absolutely. And, uh, well, yeah, be careful if you're trading around that event too. That last hour and a half of um, Wall Street trade tends to be uh, pretty wild. Exciting, if nothing else, but also nerve-wracking if you're uh, obviously... With an open position there, which, um, well, if you had to have uh, been following Michael Burry today, I know you were uh, scutty. Um, you'd, uh, you'd have uh, sold already. The, the, the man, the bear himself, uh, suggested as much on his Twitter page today. Probably not the only one. A lot of people saying go to cash into, into these events. But um, let's leave it because it's only 14 hours until we can... Uh, well, get it straight from the horse's mouth, what the Fed will do. Uh, it's going to be a cracking day, Scotty, so I guess you might have to get an early night so we can get up well, nice and early to, to get that press conference. Um, mate, see you tomorrow morning. Yeah, sounds good. Well, uh, over to you, Jay. <laughs> get him, Jay. Bye. See ya.